We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I'm joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate Green. Nate, man, got to forget about you for now. We are joined by the Angels' 13th overall pick. Does that ever get old, man, by the way? To get introduced like that? Uh, not really. Not really. No. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, we are joined by the Angels' first round pick from 2022, current Rocket City Trash Panda, future Angel shortstop, by the way. Also, that probably never gets old either. Uh, <laughs> Zach Neto. Zach, how you doing, man? I had to, I really had to hype you up there. How you doing, man? Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm doing good. Just uh, just enjoying the offseason right now, but uh, hanging in there. Just just hanging in there. Awesome, man. Awesome. Instruct's good. Everything good on that yeah, side of stuff? Everything went smooth. Um, the season went smooth this year. Um, Instructs went smooth. Uh, just get to know a bunch of the guys, a bunch of staff people. And, uh, you know, I was just I'm blessed to be here, so. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We appreciate you jumping on and taking time to talk with us. So, uh, Nate, how you doing, man? You excited for this one? Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> great to be here. I heard Joyce and you didn't get to face Joyce. So I'm sure you're a little disappointed about that. I'm sure every hitter's disappointed that he get to face Joyce during the intro. So. Yeah, yeah, I was I was a little disappointed. Um, but I mean, I, we'll probably end up facing each other this year coming up. Okay, good. 
Yeah, we just had a, we just had Joe Stewart on, so we had to, we had to ask him that question if uh, anybody faced uh, Ben Joyce and what that's like. But we heard he didn't throw, so it's good for you guys. Good for you guys. So, um, want to start you off with a little bit of rapid fire, just get you used to it, get you introduced to uh, the fans here at talking Halos. So, uh, let's start us off with uh, best or favorite baseball movie. Sandlot. Nice, love it. Uh, do you have any uh, pregame rituals, superstitions, meal that you eat, or anything like that? Um, pregame meal, I usually go, uh, peanut butter and jelly, um, with some milk, with at least a cup of milk. Um, I try to knock that out before I go. And then, uh, just, I try to go every game. I try to go out to, um, like first row of the stands and just, uh, try to sign as many autographs as I can before I get locked in. That's awesome. That's great to hear, man. Um, Rawlings, Wilson, or do you use something else? I'm a Wilson, Wilson guy. I love it. Love it. Infield glove. Got it. Yeah, I think everybody, I think all infielders use it. So uh, what kind of bat do you use? Uh, like the model or brand? In, uh, a little bit of everything. What do you got for uh, your bats? So I use a 3330, 33 and a half, 30 and a half um, wood bat. Um, I'm swinging Chandler right now. Um, been I've been liking the BD13 model, AP5 model, Ronald Acuna models. Sweet. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, it looks like uh, second just kind of testing guy. him out, see which one. I'm just going from there. Yeah, second oh, yeah. Chandler, second Chandler guy too. There, uh, Joe Chandler. So Chandler's taking over, man. Love it. Um, favorite uh, favorite flavor seed. Favorite flavor seeds ranch. Ooh, perfect. That's a new one, I think. Um, who do you compare yourself to as a major leaguer? Boba Shet. Ah. We knew it. Okay. We knew it. We've been trying to find. We've been trying to find comps for you forever. Uh, we've seen a bunch of names going around, but we figured it might be Bobuche. So that answers that answers that. That's it with Rapid Spire. We just want to kind of, you know, throw throw you under the throw you out there a little bit. So we appreciate that. Um, let's get it going here, man. Um, right. So there's not a lot out on you, to be honest. Before we talk about draft day, we try to do our best research on you. To be honest, we try to find some something really cool, some interesting stuff, but. Um, Man, there's not a lot out on there. You played in the Cape. You did all that stuff. But uh, tell us about Zach Neto, man. Tell us about who you are. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's just a player that I like to be. You know, um, uh, I like I like when people don't know who I am. So then when they come watch a game and they see me play, it's like, man, this kid's really good. So uh, so I'm good. I'm thankful there wasn't a lot out there, you know. Um, and then when they saw a video of me on drafting and stuff, it was like, man, this kid can really. This kid can really play. Um, but, like, I'm just I'm just a player who loves the game, man. Like, you know, I like going out there competing every day. Um, even if it's not my best stuff, I like competing. Um, as you guys know, I play with a lot of swag on the field. I love being flashy. Um, I like being, like, the most attractive player out there. Like, when people go watch the game, it's like, I'm here to watch Zach Nettle play. Um, I'm just I'm just a very, like, team player guy, like, like no one, no one's gonna get past. No one's gonna get past my teammates without getting past me. Like, you're gonna get the best shot from us, um, and basically, and basically, just get the best of us, and um, and it's gonna be a full fight. Like, I, I always want to fight. I always wanna, um, like, I always wanna be that guy on the field to not start problems, but you know, like, be that little cocky player to you know, like, start start something, get the game a little interesting. Um, cause it just boosts me up. You know, I like playing a lot. I like playing a lot under pressure. Um, I like playing when the, when the, like, when it's like, it's right there. Like when it's in the midst of changing, changing like momentum like that, I like playing like that. Cause then it feels good when I come through in the clutch like that, or my teammates come through it. Just, just a good feeling. Um, 
but yeah, basically that's, that's basically me. I'm, I'm just a very energetic player as you could, as you could tell. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something, honestly, me and Nate have talked about this before. It's something that the angels and as an organization, we definitely feel like uh, they've missed out on in the past is kind of that, you know, um, BDE. Yeah. That swagger, you know, that yeah. that's definitely something that I feel like they've been missing out on and, and something that we've been keeping an eye out for. So that's fantastic to hear, you know, that, uh, that that's coming back, you know, kind of the, let the kids play, you know, don't, it's not an old school approach, even though, you know, you got to kind of keep that around a little bit. So uh, yeah, I, I love it. Absolutely love it. We mentioned the draft already. Uh, let's, let's kind of get onto that draft day. You were there in person, got to shake the commissioner's hand, got the name called on stage. What was that day like, man? Oh man, it was it was awesome, you know. Just oh man, I'm getting goosebumps. Um, it was just it's just awesome like that. I was always a childhood dream of mine, you know. I was always watching the draft on, on TV, and I've always told my parents that I want to be just like them. And man, it's it was a lot of uh, a lot of sweat, a lot of blood, a lot of a lot of a lot of things to get to that that spot. And uh, and I was just blessed to be able to go there, and um, and then just getting my name called. You know, I'm um, getting my name called out there by the commish and seeing all those fans, all those um, other guys that were there, um, seeing me walk up that stage, especially my family. And uh, it was an awesome, awesome feeling. Um, I, it's probably the best feeling of in my life, for sure. It's unbelievable. Um, speaking of, you know, all that stuff, uh, did you know that it was going to be the Angels the whole time? Or was it like, ah, we might go a little bit before, we might go a little bit after? Yeah, so funny story. Um, I talked to the Angels in my fall meetings, uh, right, right when we were about to get shut down for, for uh, like start working out. No more baseball. Um, came in the spring, didn't hear one thing from any team because it was mostly my agent. But uh, my agent told me that yeah, we hadn't really heard anything from the Angels all year. Uh, we don't know, and that pick was getting closer. And I honestly thought um, it was going to be between the Tigers or I was probably going to drop a little more. And Tigers end up taking Young, and um, I'm there just sitting. Um, they're talking to my mom, actually, and my phone starts ringing, and uh, I, try to, I try to hold it in. You know, my, I saw my agent calling me, and uh, I, I answered, and he was like, hey, um, this is the offer. The Angels, the Angels want to take you right here. This is the offer. Um, what, what do you think? And I said, as it, um, I forget, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I know I was super excited. I was like, "So when do I start playing?" I, that's the only thing I remember. Says, "So when do I start playing?" And, and he 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 hangs up. My mom looks at me and she starts crying immediately before the name even gets called. And um, yeah, and then my name gets called, Angels, and it was awesome. You know, I got I went up there to commission. Then on my way back to the media people in the back, I was already getting phone calls from Perry, uh, Phil. All these, all these coaches and staff members. Um, it was, it was a surreal, surreal moment for sure. It's unbelievable. Um, Nate, do you have any questions about the draft? I know we, I feel like we always do. No, that that was going to be my question. Is like, did he know it was the Angels? And I mean, that's that's got to be a really cool feeling, just sitting there and just kind of feeling out what, what teams you you thought it could be. So, yeah, that's awesome. Really, really happy that we got you. So that's cool. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Nate, I know you had a couple questions, uh, you know, Rocket yeah. City, of course, that was a fun, fun season. And of course, we, we, I think we got to talk to two strike approach. So take it away, Nate. Yeah. So like you said, when you get start playing, you start in high A, get moved up after what, 10 days or so to double A. Yeah. 
what was Rocket City like? Um, we talked about it all year, the culture and just like the difference that that team wanted to win. That was like the one of the two spots where it's like, hey, the Angels really want to win in this in, in double A this year. So kind of tell us what that was like. Yeah. So um, when I got the call to go to double A uh, to Rocket City, um, they were actually on the road. So we went to Biloxi and my first day in Biloxi, they had, I, was, I came in. Mid game, uh, full uniform and everything, and I was just seeing how the culture was with the team because we weren't home, so just want to see how the vibes were. And right off the bat, once I walked into through the dugout, um, the inning, the inning had just changed. Coleman Crow just got out of an inning, and um, Andy comes up to me and he shakes my hand very firmly. He comes up to me, he's like, "Hey, we're very, very happy you're here. Like, um, like just enjoy the moment today, and and you'll be out there tomorrow." And ever since, ever since that moment, man, it was just like. Like I just went out there and did me. Um, went out there with my team. The team, the team had my back no matter what. Um, I didn't go in there perfect, you know. I, I went in there, had a couple mistakes, a couple errors at first. Um, getting getting a couple jitters out, but um, you know, having those older guys like Palmero, um, Hunter, Hunter Jackson, like all these guys, just um, just keeping my head up and just telling me like you're here for a reason. Like show us show us why you're here and um, just just being able to have that every day, um, you know having a good teammates, having a good coaching staff, um, coming back home, coming back home when we came to Rocket City. Oh man. Uh, going, coming to that rock, coming to that walkway. It was just all these fans asking for autographs. You know, it was, it was a surreal moment. It was a surreal moment. And, uh, when I heard my name get called for the lineup, you just heard the place go crazy. Um, every time I came up to bat, it was like very, very cheerful. Um, very, uh, like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's a lot of a lot of a lot of words. Um, but when I got my first hit in Rocket City, it was it was an honor. Like the place went crazy. Um, my body went numb for the first time. Uh, but it just felt like home, you know. Like after that first game, it just felt like home. Just felt like another stadium. Uh, the atmosphere was awesome, and I just got comfortable. You know, just got comfortable with the team. Got comfortable with the coaching staff. Got comfortable just in Double A in general, and ended up helping me out through throughout the rest of the season. Uh met met some met some really good guys. I, I talk to every day now. Um and just just excited just excited I was able to be a part of that team. That's awesome. So playoff atmosphere there compared to regional at Tennessee or even at home games at Campbell, like what was the difference atmosphere wise? Because you said it sounds like uh, just being there was just nuts. Yeah. Oh man. It was nothing compares to a college regional, especially in Tennessee, man. Those those Knox those Knoxville those Knoxville people are something else. But um man, uh Rocket City Rocket City was no joke. Um, you know, just you just as an infielder, just you know, you're out there wanting the ball, wanting the ball and you're looking around in the stands just trying to enjoy every moment, but it's like, man, you're getting too caught up in the stands, you need to focus on the game. Like that's how that's how insane it was and just like every anything that we hit, it was a it could have been a fly ball to center field, and everybody was cheering. Like it was just awesome, you know. Like there wasn't one one part of being like mad or sad the whole time, you know. Um, and they had our back no matter what. Uh, we ended up losing the two games at home, but like they they cheered for us through all nine innings, through the good and bad. So um, yeah, it's it, it was definitely an atmosphere to be a part of for sure. That's awesome. Big big deal for the for you guys to get into the playoffs too. First time in a long time that. Any Angels uh, minor league team's been to the playoffs, so that was cool to see. Um, yeah. 
So like you talked about Bobochek kind of being your um, MLB comp, the the big thing out of the draft was what's his leg kick like? Is he going to be able to hit? And and then we see the two-strike approach, and it's unbelievable. And I think Jared and I talk about this all the time, just seeing your, your two-strike approach and, like, how much hard contact you had with two-strike approach. And, and, like, nothing really changed compared to, like, the OO compared to the O2. Tell us a little bit about the two-strike approach, how it came to be, and, and – what what do you feel like? Why do you, why do you go to it? Yeah, so um, basically, how it started was, I got to school, I got to college as a freshman, and um, it was they pretty much mandated you to have a two strike approach, and I didn't have one at the time, so um, it was pretty much me just learning learning how to use it, learning when to use it, and throughout my years in college, I just got better at it, better at it, and actually, this past year. Um, I saw I was very comfortable with it. You know, I wasn't striking out a lot, wasn't missing the ball with two strikes, seeing it very well. Now it's just a matter of still using my power um, with it and put up some power numbers, like put balls in the gap, put balls over the fence with two strikes. Um, and it definitely helped me this year. We did a couple changes with it in school, and I just kept it. It worked for me. It worked for me there. It worked for me in the Cape. Um, and I just decided, I was like, man, you know what? Like, it's my f- I'm only playing half a year, so might as well try it out now and see if it works or not. So um, ended up working for me early, early in uh, in the minor league. You know, um, just kind of used to that pitching. The pitching was – but once I once I got used to the pitching, once I got used to, um, you know, kind of seeing how people were pitching to me, how – teams are trying to attack me started went to uh like what what i had to feel for myself to be comfortable in the box and um i got to rocket city and it was a game changer you know um th- those coaches helped me out through a lot with two strikes with, with less than two strikes just putting me in the best spot to hit and uh i felt i felt just like any of my coaches and my teammates felt that no matter what count i had i was gonna i had a i had a shot of putting a ball 450 feet over the fence so um it was it was just it was just be able to be able to stay comfortable, stay confident in myself, no matter if it was Nolan Ryan pitching, just stay confident in myself and know that the tools I have is just is gonna help me uh hit this ball. So that's awesome. Jared, I know you want to talk a little bit about uh yeah. what else he does besides play shortstop. So you can go in with that. Of course. I mean, I have to say I love I, I love the swagger, I love the cockiness, man. That's like this is something that the Angels have been missing. I'm I'm I really hope that like this continues on with this organization because like i said it is definitely something that we feel like the angels have been missing and i I love hearing this um speaking of that though the angels do have a certain two ways named shohei otani uh zach you also pitched you were five and oh with a three two five era in college smaller sample size i think you pitched you know less than 30 innings but uh gotta ask gotta ask um perry does perry put you out there at any point and say hey zach we want you to pitch a little bit too Oh, man. Uh, You know, that was honestly the first question. Uh, You know, when they called my name out on draft day, I'm not even going to lie. When I got my name called, I had no idea what position I got drafted by. I had no position. Um, I just went, started hugging my family. And when I got on the phone with Perry on my way to the hotel, uh, the first question I asked him, I said, so am I a two-way or am I a shortstop? Am I only a pitcher? And he was like, you don't got to worry about pitching no more. You're just an infielder. I said, all right, perfect. Just wanted to get that out of the way. And, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, if it ever comes to a point where he needs, where he needs me to go in there, uh, he knows he's going to get a competitor on the mound. Um, I like pitching a lot. Cause you know, I like, 
it kind of helps me. It kind of helps me in the box. It helps me how the pitchers want to attack and stuff like that. So, um, and who doesn't like striking people out, especially big league guys? So, um, that I'll definitely, I'm definitely into it. Um, if he ever needs it, I'm into it. But uh, I highly doubt it's going to happen. But um, I'm definitely all for it. It's right. firm off the mound too. Was it ninety three, ninety four? Yep, ninety three, ninety four. Some, some, some good days. Some good days. I might hit a five, but. Next next time we talk to Perry, that's what we're doing. We're asking when Zach's getting right. bumped. We're we're doing it. So, <laughs> oh the man, if, that's... They, if they put you on the mound, let's say the Angels for some reason are down and they put you on the mound, will you let it rip and let it and try and hit a four or five, or are you going to be that oh. guy throwing the efis and just trying to? <laughs> no, no, that that ain't me. That ain't me. If I'm getting on that mound, either up up fifteen, down fifteen, I'm going in there trying to strike people out. I ain't trying to. Get no ground outs or hit any homers off of me. I'm trying to have a zero ERA, but a couple. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love that it. That would man. be awesome. Yeah, this is just something that the Angels have been missing this entire time. I love it, man. Love, love the swagger. Love the cockiness. That's that is that's all we got for you, man. We we appreciate you jumping on. Uh, we're gonna call you a two way from now on. My prospect list. I'm putting two way <laughs> on it from now on. 94, 95, 94, 95 plus slider. We slider or curveball or yeah, slider, slider, slider plus slider. There it is. We're good. That's, I'm preaching. <laughs> I'm preaching into existence. So, guys, Zach, thank you so much thank for jumping on. Yes, talking thank with you. Us. We really appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day.